Hello, folks, and thanks for joining us today, May 23rd, for our belated May 23rd podcast. I'm Pastor David, and joining me today is Pastor Brendan. Hello, everyone. Uh, this podcast exists to encourage us and all of you towards two things. We want to consider and chew on the words of Scripture, and we want to apply those words to our lives. This month is Proverbs month, so we're going to read two excerpts from Proverbs 23. Follow along with us for Proverbs 23, 1 through 8. When you sit to dine with a ruler, note well what is before you and put a knife to your throat if you are given to gluttony. Do not crave his delicacies, for that food is deceptive. Do not wear yourself out to get rich. Do not trust your own cleverness. Cast but a glance at riches, and they are gone, for they surely will will sprout wings and fly off to the sky like an eagle. Do not eat the food of a begrudging host. Do not waste his delicacies, for he is the kind of person who was always thinking about the cost. Eat and drink, he says to you, but his heart is not with you. You will vomit up the little you have eaten, and you will have wasted your compliments. I'm going to go ahead and read the next section, and that is verse 29 through 35. Who has woe? Who has sorrow? Who has strife? Who has complaints? Who has needless bruises? Who has bloodshot eyes? Those who linger over wine, who go to sample bowls of mixed wine. Do not gaze at wine when it is red. Do not, when it sparkles in the cup, when it goes down smoothly. In the end, it bites like a snake and it poisons like a viper. Your eyes will see strange sights and your mind will imagine confusing things. You will be like one sleeping on the high seas, lying on top of the rigging. They hit me, you say, but I'm not hurt. They beat me, but I don't feel it. When, I, when will I wake up so I can find another drink? So what are these two sections? We'll, we'll start with the first, first eight verses. What are they uh, speaking to you, Pastor David? Yeah, so I just had um, our Tuesday morning Bible study with some of the folks from our church, and we spent about an hour talking about these first eight verses, which I think are uh, just a really interesting story. So it says, when you sit down and eat with a ruler, observe carefully what is before you. And then it, it, it tells you why. It says that um, the man is stingy that uh, he counts what you eat, that he considers how much you've eaten. And he says, and if you uh, eat too much or you drink too much, that he's, uh, he's paying attention. He's going to make sure that, uh, that, that he kind of gets back, you know, what, what, what you've taken and that he's not really giving it willingly or happily. And, and so, and so I, I love this story because it's, uh, it's, it's telling us to consider the company we're around. Yeah. So think about the people we're hanging out with. Think of who you're spending time with. Are they, are they really happy to have you, or are they uh, annoyed that you're there? Are they, uh, are they, are they mad to be giving it? And it reminds me of a story. So I had a friend um, in college, and we went to uh, the Waffle House. You know the Waffle House. If you're in college, you probably went to the Waffle House at some point. Sure. You if you're from to, the South, yeah, you, you pretty much have to. As yeah, a college student. That's right. It's a rule, and so. Um, we went to the Waffle House, and he had joined an army and had gone off to the band. He had been in Germany for like a year, and he was coming back to kind of hang out and talk and chat. And uh, he invited me to go to the Waffle House with him, and he was paying for the Waffle House. And so I drink my Diet Coke, as I you know, love to do. And uh, I get another Diet Coke, and then I drink that Diet Coke, and then probably towards the end I get a third Diet Coke, and I'm drinking it. And he said, 
And he said, you know, did you just order a third Diet Coke on my tab? Like in his mind, he was <laughs> counting the Diet Cokes. Because in Germany, there are no free refills. See, refill, refills are kind of like an American thing. And so in Germany, you pay for each soda. And in his mind, he's counting up like, Right, like his bills going up and up and up, and you know I wouldn't have ordered three diet cokes if if he was paying for each one. That would have been rude. But it's kind of this story, right? Like it wasn't a blessing to him to to buy me dinner if it was going to cost too much, which is totally reasonable. He was like a a young military guy. He didn't have a ton of money, but it, it, it and so he's counting the diet cokes, and and the Bible says like be careful, kind of who you're around, and if they're like that, just know it. And it, yeah. it, it, it thought me it got me thinking about like kind of considering our lives and the people, the way we spend our time and who we spend our time with and you know how we spend our time. It's the whole thing. Just consider the way you're living. Yeah, yeah. And uh it's it's pretty pretty interesting. The the begrudging host who's he's the kind of person who's always thinking about the cost. And and it's really uh it's spending time with with someone who's it seems like this friendship is not really genuine. You know, it seems like there may be even like weird motives on both sides. Yeah. Like maybe you're 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 just trying to mooch off of this one person. Right. And this person's like, well, uh, I uh, I don't want you spending that much money. It just sounds like a an unhealthy relationship from the start. <clears throat> but yeah, yeah, the the being around people who instead uh want to pour into your life instead of counting the seconds you know that they're with you or counting the cost of the uh the the meal yeah right and i think it goes the other way too so let's consider ourselves in the other position where we're hosting yeah and so like hosting people with joy and like you know um there's another proverb that says you know better um of a meal of vegetables with good company than choice meats, you know, with strife and anger. And so when we're hosting, let's just, you know, make sure that we're hosting and, and put out the kind of food that, you know, we can afford to put out. And it doesn't matter really what that food is because, like, if, if the company is right, it doesn't, the joy is from the company, not the food. That's right. And then make sure that we're hosting in that kind of gracious way where we can be just happy for people and, um, you know, be happy to have people over, be happy to have them in our home and be happy to be spending time and giving them our time and our energy. That's like, um, you know, letting it be your best yes. Like letting yes, yeah. like, hey, can you hang out? Be like, yes, I can hang out. Or if you can't, just saying no and being honest about that. If it's not going to be a joy to you, nobody wants to come over if it's not going to be a joy to you. And that's just, that's coming over, that's going out to coffee, that's hanging out at a, at a movie. It's nobody wants to hang out with you if it's not a joy for you. And so... Your yes should be enthusiastic and happy. And and so I think this goes both ways. Um, but it has a kind of second thing. It says in verse 4, so your point, it says, Do not toil to acquire wealth. Be discerning enough to desist. And so that's the idea that this person might might be going over there just to pig out on somebody else's diet. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I'm just going to go and eat all their food and like as much as I can. It says, it says if you're given to gluttony, put a knife to your throat. Like if, if that's the reason you're there, if you're there selfishly trying to just get one up on the neighbor or make sure that you have a meal that you don't have to pay for, well, it says that, that you're in the wrong too. And so, yeah. um, and so I, just, I just really like the way this encourages us to consider our friendships, consider the people we hang out with, consider who they are and, 
and uh, if they're if they're stingy, to, to know that. Not to not be friends with them if they're stingy, but just to know that. When you go over to a house of a stingy guy, he offers you a Coke, say no thank you, you know? Yeah, right. Because you, you know your friends are because they tell you. If you spend enough time listening to people, they tell you who they are, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so I like it. I like it. Yeah, it's a pretty pretty interesting meal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> super, it's like super awkward. <laughs> All right, so we've got this next next section and it's uh, it's clearly talking about um, you know alcoholism and just basically being uh, you know gazing at the wine when it's red and it goes down smoothly but in the end it bites like a snake. Yeah. That's so much like a common theme with all the proverbs is the the enticing kind of attractive you know sin is like honey and different things like that right. but at the end in the end it it, it, you know, stings like a bee or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> and and so when I read this, I just want to make sure that uh, we kind of get the, the right of it is it's not saying that, that alcohol is the sin. Right. The sin is a drunkenness. Because it says, you know, it says, who has wounds without cause? You know, those who tarry long over wine. And the Bible's clear with verses all over. You know, Isaiah tells us that, like, on the mountain of the Lord, um, the host will make people rich in food, a feast of well-aged wine and rich food. Like the Bible tells us that uh, that alcohol is part of the blessing of God, that he gives us the alcohol uh, is, is part of his blessing. Uh, sure. and, and that's part of the worship service in, in ancient Israel and in the New Testament. You know, uh, Jesus turns water into wine as a sign of blessing, that, that these, are, these are blessings of God. But, you know, any blessing of God can be perverted from blessing to curse, right. like anything. You know, yeah. people use love to abuse people all the time. And what, what better blessing is there than love? And so we wouldn't say that because people abuse alcohol, we should never touch it. But it is definitely something to be careful about. Right. You know, and so, so it talks about why. It says the person is, is, they have bloodshot eyes and they have wounds that they can't explain. They say, it says wounds without cause is mine. But Brennan said uh, it had unnecessary wounds, I think is what it said. Um, yeah, uh, needless bruises. Needless bruises. But mine says wounds without cause. I just think about the guy who's you know drunk and falls off the bar stool, and he gets gets home the next day, wakes up the next morning. He's like got a big old bruise. And he's like, where did I get this? And he doesn't remember because he was drunk. And the Bible says, you know, that's not it. That's not where yeah. we need to be. Yeah. There's no jo- there's no joy there, and so and so we need to consider our relationship with with alcohol. And I, and and that gets me to kind of we're getting towards the end of Proverbs. We have about a week left of Proverbs to do. Um, and I want to say that the overwhelming story in Proverbs to me is that the Bible's inviting us to consider our lives, mm. yeah. right? To think about it's self-reflection. And... Right, right. Not, not to give us, I don't think Proverbs exists like for this, for us to like jot down like a long list of do's and don'ts. I don't think God wants us to live our life based on long lists of do's and don'ts. The Pharisees live their lives on long lists of right. do's or don'ts. Yeah. And so God gave us a simpler task, right? It's, you know, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. And Proverbs is, is full of ways to do that. And we should, when we read the Proverbs, it should, it should be something we hold up, like you said, self-reflect, like a mirror, yeah, a mirror yeah, yeah. to ourselves. And we say, do I love, does this what my life looks like? Do I look like this guy here in Proverbs 23, 29? Am I, you know, getting red-eyed and red-nosed and, Fallen over drunk all the time, or drunk at all, really? Is, is this mm-hmm. my is this my reality, or am I being wise about how I interact with alcohol? Am I being wise about how I interact at a, a dinner party? Am I being wise 
about how I interact with my wife and with my kids? Am I being wise about how I interact with, with my work, you know, the, the labor and the sluggard and the diligent person? Sure. Yeah. And it's, uh, and it's reflected by, by making good decisions. You know, wisdom is essentially wisdom applied is, is, is making decisions that, that bring life and, and bring love, like you were saying, love, showing our love to God by making good decisions and showing our love to others by making good decisions. That's to me, it's like, you know, uh, so much of this is like taking this, these scriptures and applying them and, and, and putting feet to them. Uh, it's, it's so crucial. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And the, and so, and so when I, um, when I hear that, I just think about the considering. So there's a quote, it's an old one. This is, you know, the, the unconsidered life isn't worth living. Right. And the life of a disciple is just the life of considering Jesus and considering your life and seeing how they match and saying, does my life match up with Jesus or am I kind of doing something different, something else, something other? And, and I shouldn't be, my, my life should be me and Jesus and following his, his lead on stuff. And Proverbs just invites me to, to consider all these aspects of my life and to say, Hey, how's, how's your work life going? How's your drinking going? How's your eating going? How's your mm-hmm. wife doing? How's your kid? How are your kids doing? How are your friends? Are you sharpening one another's iron sharp signs? There's so many Proverbs that just point at these, these little different lifestyles. And, and that's why I love it is because every time I read it, I can look at one and I can say, that's the one for today. Oh yeah, that's the one for now. Like oh, I need yeah. to think about and chew on that one today, and that's why we do this podcast. Now, there's a, a lot more proverbs in here. We obviously skipped the whole middle section. There's really, really good stuff in Proverbs 23. So I'm gonna encourage you to read it today, to pick one that that uh, means something to you, to chew on it, to think about it, and ultimately to apply the truth of that to your life. Because if we're doing that, we are disciples. Guys, thanks for joining us today on this belated May 23rd podcast. Hope you have a great rest of your day, and uh, we'll see you all back here tomorrow for May 24th. Thanks for listening, guys.